Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the, the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to this call. We have a panel of hosts that run these calls five days a week, Monday through Friday, to help with your TR90 program and help support your efforts. With that being said, if you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts. By putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging. If you're listening to this and it's podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial into 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022, you can join us live. When you're first starting out with that TR90 program, that is that one really good lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, taking supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best if possible. If not, do take it with your meal. still works. Um, Not just super effective as it would be if you could take it 15 to 20 minutes beforehand. Making sure to get seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Fiber helps in two ways, one of which is satiety, which is that feeling of fullness, but it also helps with um, good digestive health in that it helps keep your digestive tract in good working order. Guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily for that. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily for that, hence why making sure that seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables are as close to their natural state as possible because you get more fiber the closer they are to being minimally prepared. 30 minutes of moderate to head of the exercise at least five days a week. You can do it in one 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks. If you're exercising heavily, do realize that you'll need to make sure you're increasing the amount of fluid you're drinking to offset what you're losing in body moisture, as a person can lose up to a quart of body moisture in an hour if they're working out heavily. So the current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh for hydration as a minimum for that hydration level. And like I said, if you're exercising heavily or you're in a humid area, you'll need to increase that to offset what you're losing. I highly recommend also getting nine to seven or seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That actually, your body does, does what I call a whole bunch of system resets while you're sleeping, clears out toxins, helps set your body and your brain up for making good choices for the next couple of days. And I find it to be really important, and it really helps me to set those memories from the previous few days and really um, get me into a good place. With that being said, the information I'm sharing with you today is out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. 
It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews. And last week I started sharing with you why personal peace, which is one of Dr. Pratt's um, focuses, is really a good thing to do um, to help help with that TR90 program because it helps limit stress and cortisol from collecting in your body, and it really is important. And the first two parts of that was um, the relaxation response, and the second part was meditation. Today we're going to be talking about spirituality and the religious practice and the power of prayer and why it can help you with finding your personal peace. There is increasing evidence that the religious practice, such as prayer, enhances health. Since antiquity, people of every geographic, region, culture, ideology, and religious belief have used prayer as a means of positive effect on their daily life and well-being. William James described prayer as every kind of inward communication or conversation with a power recognized as divine. Scientific studies suggest that if you want to live longer, frequent attendance at regular or at religious services may yield positive health benefits. Even among individuals who attend religious services once a month or more, mortality rates appear to be lower than people who attended rarely or not at all. These benefits accrue for both Judeo-Christian and non-Judeo-Christian religions. And at least one study demonstrates a positive outcome for people who primarily and regularly practice their prayer in a non-church religious setting. We know that religiosity or spirituality is associated with lower blood pressure and less risk for developing hypertension. Blood pressure studies show a regular a generally consistent pattern connecting greater religious involvement to lower blood pressure or lower incidence of hypertension. There is also evidence that religious activity is associated with better blood lipid profiles with lower LDLs and higher HDLs. HDLs are the good ones, by the way. Among those who practice regularly participate in religious services. Finally, there's evidence that those who worship regularly also enjoy immune, better immune function. Several studies on religion and health indicate a trend toward better health and less morbidity across the board in the presence of higher levels of religiosity. If you do regularly practice religion, you can be encouraged by the positive evidence that this habit enhances your health. So people who are interested in developing their spiritual side may experience fewer hospitalizations, require less long-term care than their peers that, that are less spiritual. An interesting study found a connection between spirituality and healthcare needs. While it's unclear what the exact connection between spirituality and health is, evidence suggests that those who are inclined to develop their spiritual life may reap the rewards of better health. (coughs) So, personal peace in an instant? Well, stress can appear at any time 
While a regular habit of stress-relieving medication or relaxation response is restorative, it is also helpful to take full advantage of the other simple stress-reducing techniques throughout the day. Many of you probably use one or more of these techniques automatically and unconsciously, but sometimes when you employ a stress reduction technique consciously and deliberately, it can be more effective. Here are some of the simple techniques to bring more peace into your life. Breathe deeply. Deep diaphragmic breathing can be an excellent stress reducer. Research has shown that slowing down, deepening our breath, shifts us from the stress response into the relaxation response. Optimal breathing can not only help reduce stress levels, but it can also improve performance. I stop and take a few deep breaths to reduce stress in any situation. Here's how. Sit or stand comfortably. Place your hands on your stomach. Once you've practiced, you've practiced, you probably don't need to put your hands on your stomach, but it's a good place to start. Inhale slowly and deeply, letting your abdomen expand like a balloon. Exhale, letting your abdomen fall as you release all of the air. Press the air out as you contract your abdomen, pulling it in. Repeat a few times and relax. Second, listen to music. Music can be an excellent stress reducer. Music has been shown to increase emotional arousal, induce positive emotions. It activates reward centers in the brain and inhibits negative emotions. Anthony Storer states, Music exalts life and gives meaning. Music is a sound of reconciliation, is a source of reconciliation, exhilaration, and hope which never fails, and is irreplaceable and unreservedly transcendental blessing. Many surgeons, me included, listen, and that's Dr. Pratt, by the way, listen to music while operating. In a 1994 study, of 50 male surgeons showed that listening to music can reduce the elevations in blood pressure, heart rate, and often accompany performing tasks under pressure. And music like photos can remind us of pleasant events from our past. Having regular, uh, having readily available relaxing, soothing tapes and or CDs in your car, workplace, and home. If you're in the habit of listening to talk radio while you drive, now and again switch to a classical or soothing jazz station and feel your body relax as you listen. Put on music that you enjoy while completing chores or while walking the dog. Be an active listener and allow the music to alter your mood and relax you. So, optimism optimism keeps you healthy. In a study of 334 healthy men and women was conducted to see how their emotional style related to their vulnerability to cold. All subjects were given nasal drops containing cold viruses, while the subjects with a highly positive emotional style developed fewer cold symptoms. People with negative styles didn't get sick significantly more than those with only slightly positive emotions. But those who did report more discomfort than objectivity 
measures would have predicted. Positive thinking pays off. And if you're really super stressed, try wiggling your toes. You can't be tense and wiggle your toes at the same time if you do. And here is a uh, one more way to develop that um, positive piece. Seek fun and friendship. It turns out positive events have a much stronger impact on the immune function than upsetting events have a negative one. Simple activities like a walk in the park, a quiet dinner with friends, or a cuddle with a family dog or cat can have immediate results such as strengthening the immune system and temporarily reducing blood pressure. Fill your life with pleasurable social events and brief moments of relaxing pleasures. Social contact is a mitigating factor against a host of diseases, including hypertension and heart disease. Many studies substantiate that people who enjoy high levels of social relationships tend to live longer than those who do not. In one study, living alone led to a near doubling of the risk for recurrent heart attack or death in patients who already experienced a heart attack. Make a point of developing and enjoying a strong social support network. And tomorrow we'll be getting into Embrace Nature and How to Reduce Anger, which are also two more um, strategies to help with your personal peace in an instance. So today we covered Seek Fun and Friendship, Optimism Helps Keep You Healthy, Listen to Music, Breathe Deeply. I can attest to the breathing deeply because I had a very stressful um, Saturday that that deep breathing actually helped relieve, relieve some of the cortisol so that I was not as stressed out as I would have been since somebody stole my car within the span of the 12 hours. With that, at the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, you'll find one of our leaders giving some information on how to either build a new skin business or how um, new skin is affecting the world. With that, I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. I welcome any thoughts or comments you may have so that um, we can make these calls better for you. So there we have it, my friends, why it's important to have that personal peace and really work at cultivating it so that we get the best of all worlds. If there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to release us, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Hope you have a great day in the meantime, and take care.